Raj and DK really do understand storytelling and the narrative was very much there. And the beauty of the show is that the last episode is actually a feature film. everybody and welcome to another episode of Desi Talkies podcast, a show where we talk about Bollywood, Lollywood, South Asian pop culture, and everything in between. I'm Ananya. I'm Anissa. And today we are talking about Guns and Globs, a seven-part Netflix series directed by Rajan DK starring Rajkumar Rao, Gulshan Devaya, Dokar Salman, and Adarsh Gaurav. The series is a dark comedy set in the 90s that follows the opium cartel that runs out of the fictional town of Gulab Ganj. Guns and Gulab. So, getting right into it, let's start with our general thoughts of the show and overall what you just, what was your vibe? I thought... It was visually like 10 out of 10, so fun. I had my issues with the narrative, how long it took to get there. And I think with stories like this, they're kind of mimicking what an anthology feels like. They're starting and telling stories of each individual character, how they overlap with each other, how they're connected. And I think it took a really long time for them to get detailed backgrounds, enough on each character, enough for the audience to resonate with them. So I really enjoyed the last two episodes, Mm -hmm. but I think up until that, it felt like a lot of these tropes in terms of what's working in Indian streaming, guns, romance, cartels, very much the tropes that have been working. And we can see that through shows like Arya and Mirzapur. But I think it was going more on the tropes than it was on the narrative. So I, I wanted a stronger narrative. Interesting. I would have to disagree with you, actually. I really enjoyed the show. I think that, yes, it's using the tropes of a gangster comedy show, right? So it is a comedy. Let's start with that, right? It's a dark comedy. The characters are hilarious. I had many, many moments where I was just dying laughing. Um, Specifically, Rajkumar Rao's character. I feel like that's, we'll get into character in a moment, but Um, I feel like he was in there for a very particular reason. I think the narrative was extremely strong. I think the pacing was the issue. There were certain things that didn't work for me, and I'll get into that in a moment. I think more than the narrative being the issue, I think Raj and DK really do understand storytelling, and the narrative was very much there. I think the issue was that the first couple episodes with the it was going like super well and then it like had a little bit of a slower point and then it got it got sped up at the end and the beauty of the show is that the last episode is actually a feature film yeah it's a one and a half hour feature film or i think almost two hour feature film and i think it was really well made in terms of the storyline and all of the storylines made sense i think that as someone watching yeah there was moments where i was like okay this is getting like really slow but that wasn't because of the stories themselves i think the stories had the meat and they had what they needed i think it was more the the pacing of it and the it was getting a little exhausting but yeah i thoroughly enjoyed the show and i think that the setting was so profound and every character in that setting made sense and every character was so outlined perfectly and i could just imagine this on paper being like 
a perfect 10 out of 10 hit show. That is my overall arching thoughts. I do want to talk about Raj and DK first and say sure. like what they have done in the past. Yeah, so they're known for The Family Man and Farzi. Both are shows I'm very fond of um, and really do enjoy them. And I think what those shows have as their strong suit is the narrative. So I think that's why I was going into this kind of wanting the narrative to be as strong as these other shows. But those shows are also like people living double lives. And this one was much more tackling like five or six individual characters, which is a lot to do. And I think the only other time I've seen that successfully done in terms of like the volume of the characters and the depth of each of them have been in Mirzapur or a season one of Made in Heaven. So it's a very challenging task to have like a huge ensemble cast and then have the audience connect with each of their stories. Yes, the ensemble cast with Mirzapur and uh, Made in Heaven, yes. But I don't think that they here were working with like working with it like it was an ensemble cast. I don't think that's how they were treating the the characters. I think we had four leads, right? We had, that's why I think we should get into character just because it's important to kind of chat about that. Um, we had four leads and they, they gave each lead its t due time, but not every lead required the entire time or required the entire like space of storytelling. So we'll get into that in a second, but they have also actually directed and written Go Go Agon. A Gentleman, Shore in the City, um, and they've also written Stri. So they actually come from a film, like more film stuff. They're, they've only done two other web series, um, but they're actually known for more of their, their film background. Um, but I think they do dark humor really well. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, Go Go Agon was one of India's best dark comedies that like no one has done anything like that since and three we know three was pretty funny as well but getting into characters i think we're just gonna have to go straight into all the characters and like break it down one by one yeah we had four lead characters we had charkat atmaram which was gulshan devaya's character who was this like psychopathic killer charkat atmaram uh, we had Pana Tipu, which was Rajkumar Rao's character, who's this mechanic who has no idea what the heck is going on in his world. But he's just like, he literally is so the most unpredictable character in the show because he's just such a softy and like the romance part of this was his, his like track. Yeah. Well um, we had Dulkar Salman, who plays Arjun Varma, the, the new cop in town. We don't know if he's a good cop, bad cop, until like middle of the series. And then we had Adarsh Gaurav, the youngest of the lot, playing uh, Jugnu or Chota, Chota Ganchi, who is uh, the son of like a, dr a drug lord in this area. And uh, again, his character is seen as just a spoiled brat for a very long time until the last episode, yeah. obviously, where we kind of, he comes into his own uh, space. So I think character-wise, can we agree that Rajkumar Rao got the most? He got the most meat. The most sure. like I feel like his character was the center of it and everyone kind of connected around and while 
other characters took up certain amounts of time that were larger than him at times. His character was kind of the focal point. And that makes a lot of sense in terms of casting him. He's one of Bollywood's most versatile actors. I think extremely underrated at times. And I fell in love with him in Trapped and Shahid. And that really showed his capabilities as an actor. So seeing him kind of headlining this big cast was a huge driving point. We're getting into spoiler here. Yep, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the show, please go watch it. We mostly only talk about like good content here. We don't really uh, chat about it if it's not that good. So please go watch it. Uh, if, If you enjoy comedy, if you enjoy dark comedy, if you enjoy thrillers, and if you enjoy gangster shows and films then please go watch it there's no reason for you not to but so getting right into spoilers episode one starts with mainly tipu's character um where his dad has just passed away and he is now left with knowing that his dad was a gangster but he himself is a mechanic and there's a moment where his girl leka the girl that he's in love with goes uh matchy aapke papa ke bare mein puchne wali thi and he's like ha wo theek hai and then he turns around he's like actually wo mar gaye like he doesn't he, he doesn't even register his comedic timing is so good he's like ha theek hai nahi wo to wo to mar gaye like he just has like that like scale like where he goes yeah oh no actually he died like yesterday so <laughs> and i thought that that was just such a funny dark moment that like he is somebody who doesn't register and realize what he's done and obviously you see that at the end of that episode like the stark difference in how his behavior is all throughout until the end and then he does something really big which is murdering somebody and he's it comes out of nowhere like we don't expect his character to do that because up until that point he's like so soft-spoken quiet just like oh my dream is just to like keep my own mechanic shop and like be with my lika and then someone insults his father who up until that point he had no emotional connection to and expressed no emotional connection and we see this like fierce like angry man come out from within him so I think the way that that kind of progressed was really great because it ended up being more impactful for the audience him just killing two people out of nowhere after being so sweet and soft-spoken the entire time yeah um so that's his character is like that super unpredictable catalyst that just changes the course of the story, right? Speaking of Arjun's character, I mean, Dulkar's character, Arjun, that was one track that didn't work for me. His character track. Yeah, it didn't at all for me. Did nothing for me. Mainly him and Shreya Dhanvantri, the actress that is the girl that kind of calls him and like, I don't know, she they had a situation in the past or whatever. That track just overall did not work for me. I think that that was one character that I had no sense of anything towards. I think Adarsh Gaurav got less than Dulkar Salman, like screen time wise and, and general character wise, but did more with his more character impactful. and it his character was more impactful if I had to like compare. Yeah, that was one storyline that I just... I couldn't connect to. Yeah, because I also feel like they were showing him, like, have such a perfect family and, like, he's a cop, but then he had, like, a dark past, but that also wasn't elaborated on. So when they introduced this, like, other woman, it's kind of just, like, as a form of blackmail to seeing if he's going to choose to be, like, a good cop or go in with the dark side. And I just felt like there were so many, like, ideas introduced in terms of his family life and his past that were 
not never fully fledged out yeah. for us to connect with. Yeah, no, I agree. Diving into Gulshan Devaya, Charkat Atmaram, I think Gulshan Devaya is one of the finest actors we have in the country right now. So he has been in a film called Martko Darniota before this. I mean, like a while ago. He plays twins, but one of them, Jimmy, is this like villainous character. That film is very much inspired by like the 90s and karate movies and Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee and like that is kind of set in the same tone as this. When I saw his character, I was like, oh, this is just like that character. But when I watched it, like he created such a nuanced character, which is so, so different than Jimmy from Martko Darniota, which I was scared of them being the same character. But I think he has such a grasp on his art that as a character, he didn't have a lot of dialogue or anything, but like when every time he was on screen, it was just so charismatic and so menacing at the same time. His I'm just laugh. standing. They gave him a nice silhouette. He would be smoking a cigarette. You couldn't see his face. Sometimes his eyes would glow red. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they added a lot in terms of, like, his character in order to fledge yeah. that out, make it a lot more villainous and give you, you yeah. a feeling of fear. Yeah. And this character, like, right off the bat, from the, so the first scene is him, actually. And you see him commit the murder and he's killing Rajkumar Rao's father and right away they have like set this character this character can't die like right they've just straight up and they don't even need to tell us why they're just like dude he just doesn't die like everyone's (laughs) trying to kill him he doesn't die he's a psychopathic murderer he has no sense of like anything he doesn't actually even care about what's going on in the plot he just he's just out to kill people and that is so menacing. Like, that's such a great villain to have in a story about gangsters because everybody is actually a villain in the story. Yeah. So to create a villain that is just that notch above everybody else is very difficult, yet if you do that properly, I think it hits home, and I think they did that just so perfectly here with him where they're like, everybody in this world is menacing and scary and out to get people but he is just that notch above everybody else because he can't die yeah you know the other thing is to have a villain that can't die means that the villain is more powerful than the hero and here the hero is meant to be rajkumar rao in my in from kind of an underdog yeah yeah the underdog but he like you already know that charkatatmaram is way 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 ahead of him in terms of being menacing and whatnot yeah Getting into Chota Ganchi, who is Adarsh Gaurav, I thought his storyline was the most interesting out of all of them because he had not a lot of time on screen and not a lot of dialogue. However, right off the bat, there was something off about that character. And then in the last episode, it becomes very relevant, right? And you're like, oh, that's why he's so absurd and weird and like doesn't fit into this world at all. Adarsh Gaurav was last seen with Rajkumar Rao in The White Tiger, also on Netflix. Phenomenal job in that film. And I think he is a great, great actor. He's coming next in a movie with Ananya Pandey and Siddhant Chaturvedi, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super excited for him. I think he has so much potential as an actor. Like, super excited for him. But I think he he did this perfect... Like, this role was made for him. Great. I feel like. In episode one, there's a moment where he asks for a samosa... And the next scene is someone feeding him the samosa. And I was like, 
This is so perfect for this character because he is the son of a gangster. He has obviously like lived in this lavish lifestyle because his dad sells drugs for a living. And now he's out here like, I own the world. And he obviously has his insecurities, which we learn about later. And he obviously has, you know, a lot going on, which we learn about later. But right away, his character is like, this is this is who I am, right? One thing that I found really interesting and I'm going to get right into the story track for him was his relationship with his friend. Mm -hmm. Because I thought watching the show that he was in a relationship with his friend's wife at one point. Yeah. And that's why he's jealous of her, like of uh, his friend and he has a thing for her. And they kind of set that up where he's like super menacing towards her and treats her really badly. And and that's his best friend's wife. Mm -hmm. In the last episode, when his best friend passes away, I had the realization that I think he had a crush on his best yeah. friend the whole time. Yeah. And he was menacing and rude and obnoxious to the wife because she married the best friend. And also he envied her in a way. Yes. Yeah. Because he wanted to be her. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was so interesting. Such an interesting way because I it just flipped. Completely. I honestly think that like his character can get its own like show just about him. Like that's where I left off with the show where it's yeah. like I want to see more from this character. Yeah. 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 And we'll get into how they like wrap stuff up and how like the last episode kind of ended because I feel like they wrapped it up in a way where they can end the show here if they want to. Or they can or they can up. keep it going however they want to. So I thought that was very interesting as well. The kids. Let's talk about the kids. So good. I think in terms of like for me, I said I only really, really enjoyed the last two episodes. Mm -hmm. One of it being like the feature length film. And I think in terms of like the rest of the episodes, my favorite storyline was of the kids. So much fun. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was so genuine. The acting was phenomenal. And it felt like these are just kids. And it felt really realistic. I thought the dialogue was amazing. And I thought they were the best part. Of uh, a large I, part of the show. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that they were a great catalyst to the show. And drove the storyline the first episode i was really confused where it was going i was like why are there ki random kids in this show <laughs> and the marketing of the show did not show these kids it really should have honestly because they did great but i think they were trying to hide that like yeah. storyline in it and i was like where is this plot line going because it made no sense the only thing that made sense was the fact that one of the kids had seen the dad pass away so i was like okay maybe they're gonna use that and just like he's gonna come back in the last episode and reveal mm -hmm. but he didn't even like it was like all throughout you like forgot just... at one point that he saw the dad pass away yeah, you're just yeah. following the kid's story it was like sprinkled all throughout yeah. and then in the last episode it like blows up that kid's storyline blows up and then the other thing is like they're connected because Dulkar Salman's daughter or Arjun's daughter is a love interest for one of the kids. Yeah. So now everything is like making sense and, and building their up. class teacher is Deepu's love interest. Yeah. So and, it's just like yeah. it was so well done. And that's why I think the narrative was not the problem here. I think it was the pacing more than the actual narrative of the story. I think they knew what they were doing with every like character, with every storyline. Yeah, I can see that. I think a big part of it is the pacing, but also just like yeah, I still have issues with the narrative. My like my issue is just like connecting so many people at the same time. Like I wish they took more time for each person, but again, like that's just more of a pacing issue, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they needed to I like I said, I I think they just like 
it was just slower. Agreed. It's in agreed. the center. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, I thought the kids were amazing. Let's talk about the last episode a little bit because it's like a full feature length. Magnifique. So. Yeah. Magnifique. Yeah. I loved it. I loved that in the middle of the last episode, it said intermission. And I was like, oh, this was feeling like it. This was feeling like a full on movie. Yeah. So that reaffirmed it because I was just like, this is just a really long episode. But I think it had the structure of what a film has. And it really had like the whole intro, the ending even. And yeah, I just love the ending credits of each episode were my favorite, especially the first episode ending credits. I've never seen credits that were so involved and clear of a time period and really took you into that story world and then the unique part about the last episode and the ending credits is that they put ending credits at the end of each story that they recap so once they talked about Rajkumar Rao that's done Deepu played by Rajkumar Rao then another story then put the credits so I thought that was really cool in the way that they wrap that up as like we are telling these individual individual stories Mm So good. So well done. Um, I thought that obviously my favorite of the last episode was Adarsh Gaurav's ending because I thought that was so interesting. I just thought that the last episode was so well put together that if it released in theater, I would have gone and watched it and I would have been happy. Yeah. You know, on its own. Um, And I can like go back and watch the last episode if I'm like feeling like I want to watch something crimey and like fun i can watch that and just like be happy i thought it was an interesting choice to do the last episode as a feature film because i think it needed it it needed to be that i think they it were like time yeah. it needed time but also they wanted to wrap up so much in the last episode that if it would have just been a regular 45 minute 30 45 minute episode we wouldn't have been like happy about it i thought the action sequence in the hospital was really well so done. good all the action sequences i love them but i think the they did really good at pacing suspense. Yeah. Really good at that. And also inserting lines of like comedic dialogue in between. Like it's really hard to balance one, like a really good action sequence, two, like lighting, cinematography, and three, like, oh, if we can get two, three funny dialogues in, that just makes this even more absurd, even more like nothing anyone's seen. Yeah. The use of the wide camera lens in moments when Atmaram is on screen and it's just a shadow and d- dark him. And then why, like they use the wide camera again to show that Daba where they all go and sit but to show the two sides and stuff. I thought that that was really interesting because it like takes you kind of out of the scene and you're watching in on their lives versus being in their lives. Yeah, and it's like how you view the world they live in in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I just love that action sequence in the hospital. I think the way that they cut it was perfect. The pacing of the actual action action sequence was so well done. Gulshan Devaya killed it. Rajkumar Rao killed it in that scene. They had the most to do in that scene. And also the guy who plays Rajkumar Rao's friend, I thought was so funny. In yeah, that he scene. was really good. It was great. They all had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like great chemistry in terms of like dialogue, banter. Like the late Satish Kaushik plays... Ganchi, yeah, the actual crime lord. Yeah, I realized that going into the first episode, and then it just made me feel sad that he was like <laughs> in a coma. Yeah, the, like the majority most of, of the, the season, show. and then spoiler alert, is killed by his son in the last episode. So that was like very sad. Yeah, if you look at it from a real life standard, but obviously with the narrative, it makes complete sense. Yeah, but yeah, for his involvement in the first couple episodes when he was more active. Prior to the accident, he was phenomenal. Yeah. He really had such stage screen presence. And yeah, 
Yeah, no, I thought he was necessary to... He, he needed to be in a coma the whole show. Like, you know what I mean? Like In order for his son to have an arc. Yeah. Yes. So funny um, that he went the way he did in that show. Like, I, I thought him falling off the thing was so funny. The last scene with Adarshkarov, we find out that he is queer. And he has been hiding that. Mm -hmm. And we saw hints of it like I said, with the friend, but also we saw him talk about, I think someone told him that your dad didn't want to have a daughter so that someone could take over. And he's like, oh, he thought a girl couldn't take over. And I I thought that was such a weird little moment because it was like in the second to last episode or yeah. it was like right before the last episode. But I was like, I don't know what this has to do with anything. That and also like in the beginning, like when he shaved his mustache and his dad was kind of like, why would you shave your mustache? Like you don't look like a man now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and he was just kind of like, that's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. You know, like you could tell that he had a lot of like pent up identity issues that he couldn't fully discover or figure out with the, the presence of his father. Yeah. That last scene was so scary to me because he was so scary in that scene, like he straight up was so menacing and so horrific. And the thing is, that's a quality that he was craving the entire series when he was approaching people and trying to secure a deal that he was so scared his father would be pissed about, like, not going through. Yeah. And finally, when he is in, like, traditional feminine attire and he is comfortable in his own skin, that is when he is truly able to be as menacing as his father would be. Correct. So well done. So, so well done. I thought the setting, the world, was so perfect. Glob Gunge. I think calling it Guns and Globs was so perfect because it's like a romantic show, but also a dark comedy, but also a crime. Also hint at the music in the time period, like mm -hmm. Guns and Roses. Like, Guns you know, like I love the involvement of music in it too. Yeah. That added so much to the story world. Yeah. No, literally, I think the setting and the sets were made so well. The little, little props, the way they were dressed, the way their looks were. Charka Atmaram has a whole mullet going on. Rajkumar Rao has the long hair. You know, it just, it's so perfect. And then you have obviously the cop, which is Dulkar Salman, which has like the little bit of a scruff, but also the mustache. I think it was just perfect. Casting was so perfect. It was so great. As much as I don't like Dulkar Salman's arc or storyline, I think that he was perfectly cast there because he's like a charismatic, good looking like man, yeah. I think. You know, um, and obviously he's a South actor who's a really big deal. And it was just perfect. Rajkumar Rao is hilarious, but at the same time can be scary as well. You have Adarsh Gaurav who looks so young. He's not, I think he's like in his mid to late 20s, but he looks so young he that so he young. can literally play like a teen, teenish character. And if you kind of see like the juxtaposition between him and then all the kids in school, like they look even younger. So the way they did that was just so perfect through just, like, costume and makeup and everything. And he could have easily looked like one of them, I feel like, right? Yeah. Even the kids, I think the casting was perfect. I think the one, the two kids that were standouts were the boy that writes the love letters and the... The one who fails. The one who... <laughs> That's and, the other one. The other one that fails, yeah. The other one that, like, sees the murder happen and, like is just so good. such a wreck in his yeah. life and the and one of them is perfect and one of them isn't and i i love that little juxtaposition that they have of the two two characters the way that atmaram is quote unquote killed was so funny to me because this man is cannot be murdered 
right? He's been shot at. He's been stabbed. So many things. And then a car just comes through and boom. But we he think doesn't that, die from that. No, he doesn't die. But we no, don't like, find out till the end. Yeah, man. Like, it's just every time. No, because he gets hit by the car. And then he comes back and he duels Raj Kumar yeah. Rao. And then he, like, dies. And then whatever. he dies. And then we see him move. Yeah. And that's so his like, last scene. But it's like, what is going on? And I feel like he's a supernatural character. I don't think he's, like, a real guy. Even when they shot him in his crotch, there was, like, a hole. Like, there was nothing there. So I think that's... I was just like, is he, like, not human? Yeah. he. They made him almost like a vampire, right? Yeah. Like, with his movements and, like, they, they show, like, the sped-up movements. And I felt like I was watching Twilight all of a sudden with the way he was, like, shifting. But then also, like, his eyes turning red and stuff. Like... Mm-hmm. Uh, so so scary yeah no overall i think such a well-made show i i know you and i have a little bit of a disagreement on this one but i think that overall raj and dk oh before i finish fun fact i met raj and dk oh yeah i always have these stories where like i've randomly just met the person i was at jw marriott funny story um i was hanging out with a a friend of mine and um he's an act okay how do i tell the story without being too too much um i was hanging out with a friend of mine he's an actor and uh we were in like the pool area of jw marriott if anyone's from mumbai and anyone has been to the jw marriott you know what the pool area looks like every it's like super in like famous for like all the actors going there and swimming or whatever but they rajan dk and shayat kapoor were there for farzi because the press junket was happening at jw marriott did not run into shayat kapoor so I'm not even going to get into We'd that. We'd be hearing about that like immediately. <laughs> We'd do an episode just to recap that. So, But I did run into Raj and DK and honestly, the coolest guys ever. But at that time, I didn't know what they looked like. So when I when I was introduced to them, I like gave them, obviously, like we shook hands and I introduced myself and my friend introduced me and whatnot. And uh, he said, like my friends, like this, these are like one of the best, like, directors in india right now and i am be me being me did not register who i'm talking to in that moment <laughs> i could have said so much act asked so many questions or you know just overall i could have literally made so much of that meeting but i just stood there in silence because i literally was like i don't know who these two men are and then like while i'm watching Gl- guns and globs so this recently i met them in january i'm talking like right now i'm watching guns and globs and i'm like dude i think I've met the directors of Guns and Gallops. And there's, like, my brains was just not working. So basically, hey, Raj and DK, uh, please audition our girl Ananya. If you need an assistant director, I'm available. <laughs> um, but also, if I do run into them again, this would be a great story to talk about being like, yo, I met you and I had no idea who you were. Fun fact. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's them. They did a great job in terms of direction. Guns and Globs is available on Netflix to stream now. That was our episode. Please give it a like, share to your friends, and watch our video on Spotify. Follow us at Desi Talkies Podcast on Instagram. Let us know what you want us to watch and review next. And we'll see you another day on another week for another episode. I'm Anissa. I'm Ananya. And this is Desi Talkies. Ratabaki, Batabaki.
Ona Hekia. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that song by Ana Hekia.